Information on this edition of Love from the Hip provided by Sakura or her guests does not constitute medical or legal advice. Any suggestions made are opinions only. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and consult with their medical providers before making any lifestyle changes. Good afternoon and welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own unique way. Together we can make a difference, and it starts with love. Love from the hip. A medical intuitive is defined as an alternative practitioner who uses their intuitive abilities to find the cause of a physical or emotional condition through the use of insight rather than modern medicine. One of the first examples of medical intuition was brought about by Phineas Parkhurt Quimby. Quimby was a clockmaker and mesmerist born in Lebanon, New Hampshire in 1802. He suffered from tuberculosis at a young age and was given the only thing doctors knew to give, calomel, which began destroying his teeth. So Quimby set out to find his own cure for an incurable disease. He began by exploring activities that would relieve him of pain, like embarking on carriage trips because horseback riding itself was too painful. He soon came to understand the power of the mind over the physical body. He even proclaimed to have cured himself of TB. Quimby said the trouble is in the mind, for the body is only the house, for the mind to dwell in. He also explained if your mind had been deceived by some invisible enemy into a belief, then chances are you put that into the form of a disease, with or without your knowledge. He made it at his life's work, as he put it, to come into contact with your enemy and restore you to health and happiness. He became known as the father of new thought. In 1838, he studied mesmerism, which is much like hypnotism, and began further experimentation with the help of Lucius Berkmar, who could fall into trance and diagnose illness. Edgar Cayce knew the power of trance all too well. Called the sleeping prophet, Edgar Cayce, with only an eighth-grade education, and no medical training, was able to enter a self-induced altered state and accurately diagnose illness and prescribe treatment for people he had never met or seen. Casey believed, just like Quimby, that the mind is a powerful tool in creating health and wellness. Casey also postulated that what one thinks and feels emotionally will find expression in the physical body. Casey, in a trance state, was able to give discourses on any subject or topic speaking with authority and using correct medical terminology while giving the most accurate diagnosis and effective prescriptions for not just the body but also the soul. He is considered a medical phenomenon and is one of the most documented medical intuitives of his time, conducting more than 14,000 readings around disease and other prophetic and past life readings as well. One of the most profound modern-day medical intuitives is Carolyn Mace. American author Carolyn Mace started giving medical intuitive readings in 1982 and began consulting with holistic doctors, which in 1984 led her to collaborating with C. Norman Sheely, physician and founder of American Holistic Medical Association. She became a New York Times bestselling author as well, deriving work from her own medical intuitive practice. Carolyn developed the field of energy anatomy, which is a science that correlates specific emotional, psychological, physical, and spiritual stress patterns with diseases. Her extensive and ongoing research has released discoveries like that of a syndrome Carolyn identified as woundology, which is characterized by a person's reliance on the power of illness for manipulation of his or her own world as opposed to achieving an independent, empowered state of wellness. According to Carolyn, woundology is a pretty expensive habit in keeping a wound alive. Perhaps woundology is the best word to describe a modern-day, victimized society dependent on quick fixes and solutions while blaming circumstances on others and outside events to take away the responsibility and desire to be involved in healing oneself. Several experts believe woundology is a form of addiction, just as one might be addicted to drugs or alcohol, for example. And just like the other harsh addictions, woundology is a way to manipulate and control others and get them to rescue them. It allows one's ailments to become a constant convenient excuse for dodging life's responsibilities. In fact, many often refer to woundology as scapegoatology. 
As Carolyn says, we as humans are relentless in the need to find out why things happen to us, and that if we can find out the reason for something, well, then we can certainly find out the solution or the healing. Carolyn points out the sense of entitlement that comes with this solution as if the healing is owed to us. Healing is not owed to any of us, and instead, according to Carolyn, is an act of mysticism. It is just what the word mysticism describes, that of mystery. And the key to healing requires you to accept the mysteries of life without getting wrapped up in why things happened as they did and do. And the instrument to heal is the soul. According to Carolyn, the true inner battle for humankind in regards to healing is that we have applied our longtime rules of reasoning to our rules of healing, and they are simply not one and the same. There is far greater reward beyond the disease. If one chooses to lean into the pain and learn the lessons— And it is a medical intuitive who helps people to do just that. As Carolyn May said, we stand at the threshold of a new era in medicine and healing. Today, instead of looking at the human body as a biological machine, we know it is a vast energetic network where spirit, matter, and power intersect. Today on Love from the Hip, I have Wendy Coulter. Wendy is a medical intuitive and founder of The Practical Path training wellness professionals in the skill of medical intuition. Wendy will offer more insight on medical intuition, why it is necessary in the world of modern medicine. So stick around after this quick break. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more. SakuraSkinAndMind.com S-A-K-U-R-A Skin and mind.com bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had talk radio with a purpose alternative talk 1150 welcome back to love from the hip i'm spiritual hypnotherapist master esthetician and your host sakura sutter and don't forget to follow me on instagram and facebook and to subscribe and share my youtube channel and podcast love from the hip that's hyp anywhere you can find podcasts today i have the pleasure of having wendy coulter on my show Wendy is a medical intuitive and founder of The Practical Path, training wellness professionals in the skill of medical intuition. Hey, Wendy, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Sakura. Thank you for having me. What a great introduction. (laughs) That was a wonderful uh, history lesson on medical intuition. (laughs) Thank you very much. I just love how far back it goes. It does. Much farther back than people realize. Exactly. And of course, you know, there have been healers throughout history who have been able to discern, uh, you know, various uh, kinds of energetic imbalances uh, throughout, through uh, really all the way back. Right. <laughs> Without having the label of the medical intuitive. Right. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. can I ask you how you would describe what a medical intuitive is? Yeah. So medical intuition is a, now this is the way I practice it and the way I teach it, is um, a a meta visual skill set, meaning meta meaning beyond our typical, you know, five senses, uh, using visual skill to view the physical body and the biofield. And this is done in what you would call the mind's eye. And it actually is a very learnable skill uh, that you can develop. Mm-hmm. We're looking at um, the the physical body as if I'm looking at an MRI view of, of the physical body. Um, and also the biofield, which is the electromagnetic field that surrounds and permeates the physical body, which encompasses the chakra system and the auric field. And from those two perspectives, uh, I, I'm my job is to look to see where there are energetic blockages and imbalances that can help someone get insight and into their into their issues. Can I ask you how those blockages present themselves to you? What do you see? Every possible way they want to look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, one of my philosophies, which differs perhaps than other medical intuitives, is that I'm not looking for something specific. I'm looking to see whatever the body wants to show me or the biofield wants to show me. Okay. And that can show up in any possible way <laughs> it can. One of the misunderstandings out there is this... Um, 
need or desire to say, well, if I see red, it means anger. Or if I see something in your pancreas, it means that. Mm. Well, that's not the way I work because that can set up something called cognitive bias, meaning you're going to look at it through a lens that has a meaning attached to it. The meanings are really what the body wants to express. And it's different for and every person. It's different for every person. Okay. And that's the one of the real wonderful things about medical intuition yeah. uh, is kind of the absence of that cookie cutter approach. Okay. And I want to get more into your school later, but I want to ask you, can everybody be a medical intuitive? Well, it's a skill. So can everyone learn a skill? Sure. <laughs> should, should everyone be a medical intuitive? That's another story. Okay. Um, uh, some people are very natural. They kind of grow up with these natural intuitive abilities, which I think is wonderful. We all have it. Some people are just more aware and have cultivated them. That's my story too. Mm -hmm. um, but some people uh, want to, here, here's my answer to that question, Sakura. Medical intuition is best used in healthcare because that's where it belongs. Mm. Um, it, it really belongs. In, and this is why I teach licensed and certified wellness professionals, because my job is to help, uh, this is how I see it, is to help people find paths to healing that they may not be finding in, um, you know, just going through conventional or traditional ways. Right. And that's really the value of medical intuition and why I believe it should be standing alongside or working alongside conventional medicine, complementary and alternative medicine, integrative and functional medicine. And I like how you put that because I feel like a lot of medical intuitives do like to separate themselves from conventional medicine. There's no reason for that. Yeah. The, one of the reasons that's been happening is because it's a very unique and frankly misunderstood and not well-studied skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been outcasted, if you will. Well, it just hasn't been well understood. understood. Listen, I, yeah. I teach, so your listeners understand, I teach uh, medical doctors. I teach nurses. I teach naturopaths. I teach, you know, a whole range of wellness professionals. and everyone asks me the question, well, when you teach doctors, and I teach um, once a year at um, uh, Andrew Weil Center for one of, um, I'm on rotating faculty there, teaching fourth year medical students. Uh, and I also teach seasoned doctors. And so the question people ask is, well, it must sound like, you know, weird, something <laughs> out of the blue to them. Right. I'm like, no, they're actually, particularly seasoned doctors, they're actually told and taught not well and not in any depth, but they're, it's suggested that they trust their gut. Right. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trusting your gut in many cases means trusting your intuition, even if it doesn't seem logical. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, whenever I speak at a conference, I have doctors coming up to me saying, you know, what you said really resonates with me because I do that anyway mm -hmm. in my practice. I just, you know, really can't talk to anyone about it. <laughs> and I don't know right. how to call it on demand. Right. You know, it just shows up or doesn't. Uh -huh. And I say, well, this is the skill set that you can develop if you want to, if you choose, uh -huh. where you can call it on demand and get very, very in-depth information, not just on the physical aspects, right. but also emotional mental, spiritual aspects, which is really about whole health healing, you know, holistic healing means not just physical, but also the other pieces of it that support and impact uh, the physical body. Mm, that's wonderful. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more love from the hip. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities between spirit and matter Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil an exciting new show every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. 
in this engaging and informational jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil, assisting others on their journeys of healing and self-discovery. Drawing from their own experiences, Sakura and Rory have come to realize how challenging it can be to understand it all. So they will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but in an effort to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering you, the listener, a resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. And use promo code BRIOONAIR for 10% off your purchase. That's BRIOONAIR for 10% off your purchase at BrioTechUSA.com. Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150KKNW.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150KKNW.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Today, I have the pleasure of having Wendy Coulter on my show. Wendy is a medical intuitive and founder of The Practical Path, training wellness professionals in the skill of medical intuition. So, Wendy, how long have you been a medical intuitive professionally? Uh, well, I've been a professional intuitive for over 20 years, but, um, you know, professional means you set up your business and you charge for, <laughs> for the service. <laughs> right. I mean, I've been an intuitive since I was a child. Yeah. Um, so what was your first experience then as a medical intuitive, you think? Well, I would say I would not have recognized myself that way until I really understood what medical intuition was. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my earliest memories of intuition <laughs> was something called clear audience. And I didn't really recognize it until later when I realized I was doing something other people weren't doing. And that is I was hearing music. Um, and I'll tell you my earliest memory. I was probably about six or seven years old. Uh, I was driving in the car with my mother. And I was singing a song to myself and I said, mom, turn the radio on. There's a song I like that's playing. And she (laughs) turned the radio on. It was exactly the song, exactly the place I was singing it. And I thought that was normal. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And what did she do? (laughs) She didn't pay attention. Why would any, you know, it's like a child's request. You don't really pay attention to it. But later, much later in life, when I realized that I had this kind of weird skill Mm -hmm. (laughs) that other people didn't have, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, that was an early memory of mine. Um, But when it came to things like discerning whether or not people were feeling well, that was something I always sort of, it just would strike me. Okay, I'd I'd look at someone and go, you know, that person's not well. Um, But it, it didn't become an actual developed skill set until much later. Yeah. Uh, when I studied, began studying things like energy healing modalities, energy practices. And as I developed that, um, I had already developed my ability to discern over many, many experiences where I would just start to trust whatever it is I was perceiving mm-hmm. uh, because it you know, would bear out in one way or another, not all the time, not 100%, but enough that I started to trust it. I didn't really talk about it, <laughs> but <laughs> right. I trusted it. Right. And uh, when I became an energy healer, um, those of, pe- of your listeners who have ever studied any kind of energy uh, medicine practice understand that it really can en- uh, advance or 
activate. Grow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and your, your intuition in ways that you may be surprised about. And I started realizing that my my per visual perception, which I'd practiced for many years, just using my mind's eye to perceive, uh, actually came in beautifully uh, with the healing process as well. Hmm. And uh, I was noticing that I was able in a healing to actually see into the physical body. I mean, just in glorious living color detail. Oh, wow. And um, that was helping me understand how to heal okay. because, you know, use the healing modality. Now, that was one experience. I noticed that um, colleagues of mine were sending me their difficult cases and uh, doctors were calling me. <laughs> and all of this was because I was not just using um, my skill set to heal, but I was actually using to see into the body and into the life history of the client. Mm. So you were being presented I, with both. Everything was showing everything. up. And again, um, the people who work with these sorts of biofield therapies, energy healing therapies, they all understand because you'll get a hit. Right. Just like what those doctors were saying that I mentioned earlier, they'd get a hit or a, a, you know, a little flash of insight is what I call it. Mm -hmm. um, and that flash gives them some information that they wouldn't have normally or logically had access to. Right. Now, wow. what medical intuition is, is a method, a step-by-step, -step, very specific method of turning those flashes, essentially, or those hits into a process that becomes a usable assessment tool uh, with loads of information for the client on every level, okay. physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And do you, then you tend to meet the client where they're at? I mean, because not that? everyone's going to understand everything, right? Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is an informational process. Right. So the way I use medical intuition, the way I teach it is separate from my modality, my healing skill. Okay. And this is why I teach across the board um, people from every sector of healthcare because it doesn't just apply to one thing. And the way I use it and teach it, it's not a healing skill. It's an assessment skill. So it's foundational. Mm -hmm. So what I do now with a client is um, regardless of whether they come to me for a healing, they're going to get a, a reading session because <laughs> I need to see what's going on, how, where this issue might have come from, how it's manifested, what the, it wants the, what the body wants the client to know. It's like a conversation right. with the body and the biofield. Yeah. And from there, we can go to, well, will my modality be of use to you? And sometimes it isn't, sometimes it isn't, but I'm not going to impose it on someone. Right. So that's my philosophy and the way I use medical intuition. And frankly, uh, you mentioned Carolyn Mace. If you read her book, Anatomy of the Spirit, that's really how she discusses it. it she worked alongside Dr. Sheely, as you mentioned, and helped support his process of diagnosing. I'm not, I can't diagnose, neither can Carolyn Mace. Yeah. That's not within our scope of practice. But our scope is... And, and this is an ethical consideration too, Sakura, you know, as a medical intuitive, I need to stay within my scope, stay within good ethics right. and have my client take any information to their primary healthcare provider. So that's the key here mm -hmm. <laughs> when it comes to how to use this skill. Mm -hmm. And working alongside doctors. Exactly. Yeah. So can I ask you, did you struggle with your own health issues? Well, I, you know, I don't think you can have a body without having some kind of challenge on occasion. Sure, of course. <laughs> it's just part aging is comes aging is fun. Well, sure, <laughs> right. sure. You know, look, here's the thing. I I loved what you said about Carolyn Mace's work, even though she and I differ in certain ways. But the whole thing about, you know, we have these bodies and many of us, many people have bodies that have challenges, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason, genetic or epigenetic or, you know, whatever. And there's no shame in any of that. We, our job is to take care of our bodies as best we can and our minds, hearts and spirits as well. Mm-hmm. It's all of a piece. And that's the one wonderful thing about medical intuition is that it gives you, the potential is there to give you the information that is kind of, we have a blind spot on it, right? We, we can't normally or usually or easily sometimes get there on our own. And a medical intuitive will help you um, with a lot of neutrality, you know, be able to understand the underlying causes, the drivers 
of an issue and help guide you. Yeah. And help guide you. Yeah. Yeah. To, to within their scope of practice. Absolutely. So, but they always say as, you know, Carolyn did as well, that what makes a great healer is someone that had to heal their own wounds. Right. Well, I look, you know, <laughs> the, 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 what is it? The, what does she call it? An archetype, the archetype yes. of the wound, the wounded healer. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Sure. But I don't think it's just the healers. I think it's everyone, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we live in a society, as you mentioned earlier, so beautifully, mm-hmm. that's challenging. It's challenging for people to be fully expressed and fully aligned and all the rest of it. And, you know, frankly, in many ways, it's kind of one of the wonderful things about having a body, you know, being right. the caretaker of your body right, right, right. and your heart and your mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. So it, it, it leads to growth, put it that way. Did you end up using any of your, um, anything that you use in your school right now as far as um, training medical intuitives to help yourself with any health, extreme health issue? Well, every day I use it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not, it's not, doesn't have to be extreme. It can yeah. be just daily. What is it? You know, often I'll say, if I have a question about something, I'll ask my body. Mm-hmm. How much water do you need? I asked it that a couple of months ago. It said 64 ounces of water. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, well, I'm definitely not drinking that. So let's try that. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you know? right, exactly. So yeah. can you tell me how you came to work alongside doctors? Like, how did that even happen? Um, you know, it's one of those things that I didn't really ever um, go out and solicit for myself. It just kind of happened. Um, I'm not shy anymore about talking about medical intuition. So uh, my doctors all know I'm a medical intuitive. And uh, when I come to see them, I tell them what I've discerned. Um, for example, I, I knew my body told me you're low on magnesium. It just told me that when I asked what's, you know, for some issue. And when I went to my doctor, she said, well, let's do a test. And by golly, it was low on magnesium. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I work with my doctors. Now, when I work with doctors who call me in regards to their patients uh, to get a, you know, my, my perspective on it, uh, that is a wonderful thing. I love doing that. It's, it's, it really, medical intuition works so well in that context, because when you think about the, frankly, the pitfalls that doctors deal with in the fact that you give one medication to one person for one issue and another person, the same medication will not work for, or they may even have, you know, different kinds of effects or side effects and things like that. So what medical intuition offers is kind of the removal, so to speak, or the it doesn't even enter into cognitive bias or cookie cutter approaches. It's the opposite of that. Mm. So generally speaking, when I speak, when a doctor calls me, it's for some case that they have tried and tried and, you know, things aren't working well, or the patient is presenting in a way that doesn't seem, you know, doesn't follow certain um, typical symptomology, et cetera, et cetera. And that's when they'll call and say, Hey, take a look at this person, or they'll have their patient call me which mm-hmm. is perfectly fine. And they become my client. And that's fine, too. But um, in many, many cases, I'm able to discern, I mean, I'm happy to say I've been able to discern, um, you know, kind of the underlying root causes of, of issues for, for their patients. So it's been very, very helpful. And again, just not well studied and not well understood yeah. as a skill set. Well, and wouldn't you say or wouldn't you agree that there's more and more cases of people having symptoms or diseases or disorders that are outside their realm of knowledge? Oh, without question. Look, 15, 17 years ago, I was seeing uh, something now is called SIBO, small intestinal bowel overgrowth. Well, I was seeing intestinal bowel overgrowth, you know, bacteria overgrowth in the small intestine for almost 20 years. Uh, There wasn't a, you know, a medical diagnosis that everybody on the planet knew about, which now everybody understands that you hear about that a lot. Just read any health magazine. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm able to, I've been, I have been able to discern um, uh, potential, um, I want to say treatment options that haven't, have just been in clinical trials or study that I wasn't even aware of, the body will show me, the energy will show me opportunities that, um, you know, 
my clients doctors may not even be aware of and when i go out later and google things <laughs> I, I can often find what i've been googling i don't come from a medical background so i don't have um, i can't diagnose i can't prescribe or any of that nor would i want to <laughs> right but what i can do is i can discern things uh, from this perspective of medical intuitive that a doctor may have missed or you know hadn't heard about or um, didn't consider a referral to some other issue. Listen, Lyme disease, that is chronic fatigue, Lyme, all of these very, very difficult to diagnose issues right. that have myriad uh, sim symptoms attached to them. This is where, where medical intuition is so valuable. Mm -hmm. And it's really where I, I would hope that any you know medical professional listening to this would want to consider working with a medical intuitive when, uh, you know, uh, test results aren't typical, the, the, the patient's issues aren't, you know, showing up in an obvious way. There's a lot more research now. Yeah. Listen, the other thing, Sakura, is that there are medical intuitives very quietly out there working in research, working in healthcare, um, uh, working in ERs uh, alongside doctors without, you know, a lot of fanfare, but it's there. Mm-hmm which is fabulous yeah. <laughs> and necessary. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks mm -hmm. for sharing that. And we're going to take another break, but everyone stick around for the Weekly Skinny. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about hypochlorous acid, or HOCL, and how beneficial it is for the skin. Discovered by French chemist Ballard in 1834, it was first used during World War II on wounded soldiers and also to irrigate water sources for soldiers. The unfortunate part was that this extremely powerful healing agent, hypochlorous acid, proved to be very unstable and therefore had to be manufactured on site and used immediately. Over the years, hypochlorous acid has proven effective in so many ways. In 2016, the US FDA has approved countless products whose main active ingredient is hypochlorous acid for helping to keep harsh bacteria from growing on crops, to cleaning water sources for farm animals and for people in third world countries, to treating infectious diseases and wounds. The EPA has also approved various products with hypochlorous acid for disinfecting hard surfaces and eliminating harsh odors without a toxic effect on the environment or animals, plants, or humans. As it turns out, HOCL, or hypochlorous acid, is the very thing our white blood cells produce. It is our very first defense against any microbial invasion. Our white blood cells actually make HOCL from salt and water. The only problem is we do not make enough of it, and the amount we do make is converted very quickly. BrioTech, a company in Woodenville, worked diligently with their team of doctors, chemical engineers, and scientists to figure out a way to make the same HOCL or hypochlorous acid that our white blood cells make and make it stable enough to put into a bottle. In fact, for the first time in 130 years, they figured out a way to produce HOCL without ill-defined or unknown contaminants, offering reliability even after storage for unprecedented periods of time. Not to mention their newest product, the multi-surface sanitizer spray, inactivates the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic, which causes COVID-19. BrioTech formulations are free of additives, buffers, preservatives, alcohol, oil, parabens, sulfates, or added fragrance. It is strong enough to work on preens, yet safe enough to use in your home, on your food, and on your skin. As a skincare therapist, I have explored many applications of their topical skin spray product on my own accord. I have tried it on my clients with acne, eczema, sunburns, shingles, skin rashes, fungus, cold sores, and the latest issue, mask knee. I use it to freshen my mask and also help with breakouts from wearing my mask. The results are amazing. I also recommend it post-procedure to help enhance the skin's own natural healing process, whether you just got a new tattoo or permanent makeup. Make it part of your skincare regimen and check out the plethora of other things HOCL is being used for. Get yours today at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H.com. And use the discount code BRIOONAIR at checkout and receive 10% off. Is
Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way for just $65. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskininmind.com. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip. That's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. If you are just joining us, today I have the pleasure of having Wendy Coulter on my show. Wendy is a medical intuitive and founder of The Practical Path, training wellness professionals in the skill of medical intuition. So, Wendy, you've had great opportunity working alongside doctors. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your pilot study. Yes. Well, you know, when I looked in the literature on medical intuition, meaning, uh, you know, studies that have been done, there was very, very little, (laughs) even though there was a lot of, and there still are a lot of studies being done in in the past on intuition in healthcare. There's tons and tons of that, but medical intuition specifically, there was very little on. So I decided that I would, well, do my own study as best I could (laughs) with my graduates because um, we all, we have anecdotal, loads of anecdotal evidence on in case studies on the efficacy and the accuracy of medical intuition. So what I did was I worked with um, a researcher and some folks uh, in the medical field down in San Diego. And we put together a survey for uh, practice clients of my students. And we did that for about, oh, I want to say six or eight months and just gathered information. And what we came out of it was with some very wonderful results. Now, this is considered a pilot survey or pilot study. It's obviously not done in a gold standard way, but we replicated as much as we could. So the medical intuitives, and these were my graduate students, um, they did not know what the client came in with. So these were blinded. In other words, Mm. uh, we we had no intake. We didn't, and we never do. That's not the process. We just take a look and see what we see. But uh, that was a big part of it. We also asked them at the end of it to do the survey, which had, uh, you know, one to five scale of correct to incorrect or things like that. And what we came up with was um, uh, 94% accuracy in the location and evaluation of the client's primary health issue. Again, no intake, no information. With a 94% accuracy rate, we we were thrilled with that result. (laughs) And of course, this is self-evaluated by the by the participants in right. the subjects. But that was their opinion, you know, that, that they were 94% accurate. That's amazing. Uh, the other thing we asked was how accurate was the medical intuitive in uh, seeing the correlation between life history and events in life history and this health issue. And we saw a 98% accuracy rate there, again, uh, subjective uh, by the client, but with no prior awareness of their history, that's what the medical intuitive came up with. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's One of the, great. I know. We, I, honestly, I, we were thrilled with these numbers. We're like, okay. And there were uh, over, there were 67 participants. So it was a pretty decent number for what yeah. we could do. Um, and, and by the way, some of them came from um, a group or cohort of patients at the UCSD medical system that are very, very hard to, hard to diagnose. They, there's a group of them and they wanted to participate. So they were some of our, our participants and, you know, they have issues that like um, Lyme disease and things like that, that are mm-hmm. typically difficult to diagnose. So um, uh, we also saw, and again, non-diagnostic, just ob- observation and information. Uh, we saw we, one of the questions we asked, which we thought was interesting to ask, was if you have a known diagnosis from your healthcare provider, how consistent was the medical intuitive in what they described and saw in regards to that diagnosis? And we had a ninety, uh, what was ninety four percent, I believe, 
uh, consistency. I could have that number wrong. It might be 93%, but it's right Still in, in there. the 90s. That's incredible. It's in the 90s, you know, <laughs> 93 or yeah. 94. I can't remember which one, yeah. but it was consistent with the medical diagnosis that they were aware of, that the, the, the participant was aware of. That's incredible. Well, we were <laughs> kind of blown away with that. The other thing we measured, we measured a bunch of things, but the other thing we asked them was to do a self-assessment prior to the session on their anxiety or stress level, um, you know, their, their worry, concern level uh, about their issue before and after. And this is most clinically significant to the medical people who've looked at it yeah. <laughs> for some reason. They're like, oh my goodness. Um, we saw uh, like a over almost 3%, it was like a 38% drop in anxiety and uh, worry wow. and concern over their issue based on just what the medical intuitive was able to discern and, and give them information about. Well, yeah, they and, were better to under, they were better able to understand it, right? Correct. And, it. and that leads to the awareness. And we've been tracking this for a while. You know, what are the medical intuitive practitioners that I've been training? How are they using it? How are they seeing the benefits of it? And most of them are saying, look, the client, my, my client or my patient is now able to understand where this comes from. And now they have a path and a way to hold this information so mm -hmm. that they don't feel, so they feel like they're empowered by it. Yeah. And the feedback we got was almost 100% that, you know, people felt empowered and um, grateful for the information that they weren't really able to get in any other way. That's and that showed them that there's an op there are these options and, and ways of thinking about their issues that they hadn't considered before. And allowing them to be able to know that they can be involved in their own healing. There you go. Right on. <laughs> so do you That's believe it. we can all heal ourselves? Oh, without question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, within reason and within the, the limitations that, you know, we might all experience. But I can share my story. Yes, please which, do. Which, you know, any doctor would call a spontaneous remission. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, had read... Uh, Deepak Chopra's book, um, Quantum Healing. This is a great book. And if uh, your listeners are interested in this whole field, that's a great place to start as well. Because in that book, he talks about his MD practice. He People don't rem remember, but Deepak Chopra actually is a physician. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> he was treating his patients and he started using visualization techniques uh, based on the work of uh, O. Carl Simonton, a, a doctor from the 70s who was doing this kind of meditation visualization practice for his cancer patients. And Dr. Chopra started using that and his own ideas about that and helping his clients shrink their tumors. And he was documenting it all and seeing that it was working. And I read that book and I thought, well, this is cool. Um, and not long after, my body created a little tumor. Now, it was non-cancerous. Uh, it was um, something called dysplasia, which means little group of abnormal cells. And my doctor um, wanted to have, she wanted to remove it regardless. And I agreed. I thought that was a good idea. And I told her about this great book I just read <laughs> by Deepak Chopra, where people are shrinking their tumors with their mind. <laughs> <laughs> You can imagine. Her luck. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. She was great. Well, you know, she said, whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and uh, she set the surgery date for two weeks ahead. So I had a two-week window to play with this idea. And what I did was I decided to use a little visualization. And this was a wonderful experience in mind-body visualization skill. I used the visual of um, a little scrub brush and happy little bubbles scrubbing the little tumor away, the little growth. And that's all I did. I, I, you know, for a couple of minutes every day, I just closed my eyes and took a deep breath and just got the feeling and saw the visual in my mind's eye. That was it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't pay attention to it at all for that two weeks other than those little moments of imagining it scrubbing away. And the thing about the imagination part, which I want to let everybody know, is that it was fun. It was happy. You know? Yeah. It was joyful and silly. And that was all I did. Uh, two weeks later, when I went into the doctor for the pre-op exam, I hear her gasp when she's examining me. And I thought, well, that's it. It's curtains for Wendy. Aww. And she said, what did you do? What happened <laughs> was the tumor was about the size of a nickel and it had shrunk to the size of a pea within two weeks of me doing those 
exercises. Amazing. Um, and it wasn't going to do that. It was not that kind of tumor. So, you know, it, it was one of those moments in your life where you go, something not something that shouldn't have happened happened. What does this mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> it was a miracle. <laughs> it, it, well, you know, people call that spontaneous remission. They call right. it miracles. I don't believe that that's what it is. I believe <laughs> that, and belief is a funny word. Yeah. I don't really believe it. I've seen it. So it's no longer a belief for me. It's an actual statement of fact in my life mm -hmm. um, that people do have the opportunity to affect their physiology with their mind. And let me just say, there are, there are so many studies that have been done that prove this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? quantum touch and quantum healing. Yeah, oh, all absolutely. of that. But not only that, not only from the energy healing world, consider that athletes have been doing this for decades. Mm -hmm. You get an image in your mind's eye of a result. Yeah. And you practice in your mind's eye before you actually go out on the field and do the process. And they have seen, uh, you know, exponential um, improvement in players' performances just by having them do those kinds of exercises. So Absolutely. the power of the mind-body experience is just huge. And we really should not ever discount it. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, you know, conventional medicine doesn't really teach us that. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and the other part about it is placebo studies, Sakura. I mean, placebo studies will blow your mind. It's huge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because people are like, you know, having these, quote, un miraculous or whatever. The placebo can work in so many ways. Harvard studies this. And, and they're finding huge, like 72 to 80-something percent effectiveness with the placebo, mm -hmm. even when people know it's a placebo, you know, <laughs> right? There you depending go. On, depending exactly. on the trial and That's... depending on the issue. But, you know, um, all of that is to say that this is a vast area of healthcare that needs to be explored. obviously needs more exploration yeah, and absolutely. study. And medical intuition isn't that, but it is part of the the opportunity for people to see that there are other ways to discern uh, imbalance and mm -hmm. paths to balance. That's in awesome. Healthcare. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. And with that, mm. we're going to take a break, but everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. And use promo code BRIOONAIR for 10% off your purchase. That's BRIOONAIR. For 10% off your purchase at BrioTechUSA.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Walking your talk? Take us with you. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet. 
Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Today, I have the pleasure of having Wendy Coulter on my show. Wendy is a medical intuitive and founder of The Practical Path, training wellness professionals in the skill of medical intuition. So, Wendy, can you share more about your program? Yeah, I'd be happy to. All of my programs are held live online in the Zoom environment. So we have people from all over the world joining us, which is really wonderful. Uh, There's information on the level one and level two programs on the website, which is (laughs) www.thepracticalpath.com. And also for people who are just interested in the research and in finding out more about medical intuition, including uh, having a, a session with one of our certified medical intuitives, with myself, or honestly with my students who need to complete their hours for certification, uh, we are offering free medical intuitive readings with our student base. So you're welcome to connect on that level too. Go to the website. Uh, for anyone who would like to learn how to use energy and their mind for visualization, uh, the website has an area called Guided Meditations. Those are free meditations for anyone to start to work with their own energy uh, for health and wellness. Mm, that's awesome. And I want to ask you where you hope to grow from here. Well, I'm uh, uh, working on my book. <laughs> which will come out uh, in, in, I think, about a year and a half. (laughs) Um, And uh, that is a wonderful thing. And from here, it's really, for me, getting the word out uh, and anyone who's interested in this skill, getting the word out uh, to, you know, people who would be interested in bringing this foundational skill into their practices. So uh, there are There's continuing education for acupuncturists, for nurses, uh, for health and wellness coaches, um, and just a lot of opportunity in the field of medical intuition. It's a new field. It's a burgeoning field. And I see this, um, well, I'll give you my visual, my vision. My vision is to have a medical intuitive on every hospital staff, in every clinic, uh, you know, in every ER, uh, and having this available to people and to healthcare professionals to use as a way to support complete holistic health. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more with you. (laughs) I hope for that Uh, too. Yeah. And one of the things I'm working on, I I do teach, um, I'm on fellowship faculty at the Academy of Integrative Health and Medicine, and I would like to do more teaching uh, in medical schools and um, integrative and functional facilities because this really is a new a new field and a new way of uh, looking at the body. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks yeah. for that. And so how can my listeners book a session with you or learn more about you again? Go to the website, <laughs> www.thepracticalpath.com. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for yeah. being here today, Wendy. Oh, thank you. And thank you to Eric, my talented producer, and you, the listener. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. Really love the show? Don't be shy. Drop me a line at sakuratlovefromthehip.com. And tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Go Beyond the Veil with my rocking co-host, Rory Reich. And don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya.